0: Let's talk a little bit about marketing and loan officers. You're
1: listening to the Compliance Insiders with Roger Fendelman, where you can hear the best and brightest experts in the mortgage industry discuss compliance and technology
0: issues that affect you. It's all you need to know in 10 minutes or less. Today, I'm with Josh Weinberg. He's EVP and Chief Compliance Officer of First Choice Loan Services. We're gonna split our conversation into two podcasts, and we wanna talk about marketing loan officers in the age of Zillow in a purchase money environment. We're squarely in a purchase money market. The refi boom has passed us. And you and I have been talking about the challenges faced by loan officers in getting the business, especially in dealing with their own competition. I love the phrase that you have, any compliance officer or mortgage counsel needs to first walk in the shoes of their originators to really understand the pressure that they're under to bring in the business. Talk about that a little bit from your perspective.
1: Yeah. So I think, especially now, as you mentioned, with the refi market, Going away as rates increase. Really, what's left is the purchase market. The purchase market is a fixed pie. So lenders and originators who have dedicated their business to the purchase market hopefully should see their piece of the pie increase, even though the pie is getting smaller. What that means though is there's greater competition to get the slice of the pie. Right. So I think for LOs now in particular, looking at things around co-marketing opportunities that a company may say they permit or they don't permit would have an impact on the types of relationships they can generate the types of marketing they might perform. And I think that's important for companies, not just to analyze where does that fit within the compliance posture of the company, but probably more broadly, where does that fit into the enterprise risk component of the company? I say enterprise risk because I think that looks at safety and soundness, financial viability. And one of these risks is if I'm the only lender in town who says my LOs can't do something, my LOs are going to leave to every other lender that they can. So this element of recruitment and retainment becomes an element of safety and soundness. So again, I think it's that balance of being able to support a compliant posture, but do so in a way that's accommodative to the sales team.
0: Right, and it's so difficult to deal with. There is no one answer, there's no right answer. You and I both know that everybody approaches it differently based on their own risk tolerance and their need to survive. I also know that loan officers, they look at this completely different than people like you and I do. We're looking at it from how you just described, they're looking at it from, I need to feed my kids let's talk a little bit about co-marketing and also Zillow and the CFPB. For anybody who may not know, define co-marketing in one or two quick sound bites.
1: Sure. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. Co-marketing is marketing between an LO and another person, usually a realtor. So if you're a realtor and I'm an LO, the old example is we take out a one page article in a magazine and we split it half. So you'd get half a page and I get half a page. That was the historical compliant model of doing co-marketing equal representation for the pay that you're giving, really sticking to the section eight components. You're paying for actual goods and services, paying reasonable fair market rates, and getting something tangible for what you're paying and not offsetting or paying for anyone else's marketing or services so they can generate business.
0: And that was acceptable for many, many years, for decades. And it would always hinged on have good documentation and that's something we're talking about in other podcasts. And we all know how to deal with that. If you've got a policy and procedures in place, you're following the policy and procedures, and you also have documentation to prove it, you're golden. Or at least that was the case up until maybe 2017 or so when Zillow made the announcement that the CFPB is concerned about this type of arrangement. I have Zillow up on my computer right now. I was looking at it before you came here. And yes, I can't tell the relationships if I'm a consumer looking on their website, but I can see that when I look at a particular property, there is a one or two or three real estate agents and there's also loan officers all on the same page. It doesn't say whether or not they're related or whether they shared expenses and buying the advertising space on Zillow, but they are there. So what's happening there? What's all the buzz about Zillow?
1: As you mentioned, in the last two uh, financial reports that Zillow issued... Indicated that CFPB had been investigating them for potential violations related to Section 8 and RESPA. In their second financial earnings call, they said that Zillow's counsel was actually flying to DC to meet with CFPB for talks of a settlement. Here we are getting close to October. No news of a settlement. Right. What they announced in their financial earnings was if settlement wasn't possible, it would likely lead to litigation. So here we are with the prospect that a method of co-marketing that's used pretty pervasively in the industry is known to have risk simply because it's being investigated by CFPB. What I think also is really interesting, and and you hit on this, what as compliance officers we've always relied on is, if I can document it, I can prove I did it. One area that's been challenging with Zillow is contracts and agreements tend not to be with the companies, but specifically with each LO and the realtor. So as I've thought about this issue, one of the contrasts I've drawn is looking at how industry has reacted to CFPB's comments on MSA's marketing service agreements. And contrasting that to how industry has reacted to Zillow. With the MSA area, lenders exited quickly, and with full force and announcing, we're out, this is too risky. We haven't seen that same type of reaction to Zillow. And as I've thought about it more, I think the reason we haven't seen a bigger reaction is because lenders probably are not fully aware of the activities their LOs may be engaged in. When you set a policy and you have a procedure, you have a certain expectation that people follow it. But I think we as lenders need to do more on the monitoring side to see are those LOs actually following those policies. And I think most lenders, if they actually did the investigation, would find they have far more LOs participating than they thought they might or participating in different areas of Zillow's marketing program that they are not aware of uh, or may think they're not engaging in.
0: This is a really big bag of worms. You don't know what everybody's doing. Josh, we're going to break off here. Next week, we'll continue on with part two. Thanks, Roger. Look forward to talking to you again. No, you don't. (laughs) Are you a compliance
1: insider? Then go to compliancepodcast.com immediately and join our mailing list so you never miss an episode. Got something to say? Request to be on the show. Go to compliancepodcast.com with your topic ideas. And as always, thank you for listening.